Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Bite. Nathan here. Uh, Happy Halloween and first week of November. Today's passage comes at the beginning of the 10th chapter of Matthew's Gospel, and it follows accounts in chapter 9 of Jesus doing a whole slew of both natural and supernatural things. He heals people, calls disciples, fields questions about fasting, forgives someone's sins as if to prove a point, and even raises a little girl from death back to life. Pretty eventful stuff. And here at the beginning of chapter 10, Jesus talks about fields and harvests and speaks metaphorically about how the harvest is ready, but there are so few to actually work the fields to bring it in presumably describing those who need some good news and emphasizing that the ones to actually go out into the world and do the work of sacrificial commitment are hard to come by. And this brings us to today's reading, Matthew 10, verses 5 through 15. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belts. No bag for the journey or extra shirt or sandals or a staff, for the worker is worth his keep. Whatever town or village you enter, search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Truly, I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town." One of the first things about this commissioning from Jesus that I really love is the specificity with which he tasks these guys to go out. The instructions for where and how and to whom they're supposed to go are pretty clear-cut, but the provision they're given, at least the physical provision, isn't so much. They're told to go to a specific people group, the Jews and not the Gentiles. They're told what the message should be that they are to deliver, the kingdom of heaven has come near and how to demonstrate that mystical fact with physical realities of brokenness being made right and darkness giving way to light, healing sick people, raising dead people, driving out darkness and evil spirits. And they're even given the theological reasoning for this, which I love. You've been given the kingdom freely, so freely continue to give it. Spread that around. It's almost like Jesus is saying, you've been given the secrets of God. Now don't keep it a secret. But the part of this specific instruction given by Jesus to his disciples that I find most interesting and maybe most compelling is this bit about finding people of peace, people who are receptive and sending out one's greeting and one's peace. And if it's returned, sticking around and letting one's peace rest. And if not, shaking the dust off of one's feet. Jesus' prerequisite for bestowing one's peace and blessing on a people is their generosity on their being open and outward and receiving. The litmus test for letting one's peace rest is generosity and hospitality. Because these are the characteristics of God and the gospel. 
a spirit that is open to the other, always facing and moving outward, always expanding, as opposed to a posture which faces, bends, and contorts inward, creating isolation and separation and an inward movement toward the self and the ego. We're talking about that big, ugly word, sin. Not the thing that separates us from God, but by its very definition is separation from God. A spirit that curves inward and makes one an island with at least the illusion of independence and self-sufficiency is to bring hell on earth. The curve inward is what cuts us off from the flow of the spirit. However, the posture of generosity, hospitality, openness, and acceptance of the gospel, which is also a hospitality and openness to the other, is where the disciples are supposed to let their peace rest. Jesus warns them not to waste their time with people closed off to them or what they have to say. Perhaps those harvests just aren't ripe for the picking yet. Kind of harkens back to the warning from uh, chapter 7 of Matthew about not throwing pearls before pigs or precious stones at dogs because... Dogs and pigs can't appreciate the beauty and worth and value of those things. A pearl to a pig is just a rock. And pigs don't react too kindly when they think you're throwing rocks at them. (laughs) Jesus follows that with some pretty chilling words about those who remain closed off to generosity and hospitality. That is to say, this gospel sense of openness and outwardness. That their fate will be worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. Sister cities in the Old Testament that were destroyed because of their lack of hospitality and how they treated strangers, especially those with messages from the divine. Here's what I hear in Jesus' words in these instructions given to the disciples that's good news for you and me. People who reject the gospel or lack a generous, hospitable spirit, either God will deal with or they're just not ripe for the picking yet. And to try to argue someone toward the gospel when they're unreceptive and unresponsive is like ripping a crop out of the ground or off the tree before it's ripe. It's just a waste. Think about picking a a tomato out of the garden while it's still small and green and hard. It's going to be no good. It's going to be bitter. What a waste. You waste the growth that is that has actually happened up until this point and any growth that will happen in the future. It robs the tomato of both its past and its future. Our job as followers of Jesus that we can get from these instructions directly from Jesus to his disciples is to invite ourselves in, to tell the story, to seek shalom, and trust God for our daily bread along the way. And where we find peace and hospitality and generosity, let it flow and let your peace rest. Which is kind of another way of saying, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek heaven on earth. And somehow in the end, it's all going to work out. Pray with me. Jesus, you are in control. Continue to lead us and guide us. Make us people who are outward, not curving inward. Help us to turn our faces toward you and toward each other as we continue to learn how to exhibit 
the fruits of your spirit, especially generosity and hospitality. May we look for people in places of peace. May we send that peace out and let it rest. We love you. Help us to be more aware of you this week. Thank you for being with us. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.